go into Mrs. Loxon, good morning. Uh, it is uh, 5.16 a.m. How are you feeling today? Oh, good morning to you, too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you, we were supposed to do a podcast at 6 a.m., and then you texted me this morning, let's do it at 5.45, and I was like, oh, shit, okay. I said I'll get there at 5.45, because oh. I woke up at 3. Why? And I was, just, I don't know, my cat was kind of going crazy, um, and all of a sudden I was like, it must be time to wake up, and then it was not time to wake up. I'm like, you know what? Just it. God, that's why I don't like fucking animals bothering my fucking sleep, you know? You've never you've never known what it's like to love an animal, huh? I did, but I've never like I don't know, like I had a dog before, but it wasn't like, oh my god, I miss the dog. Like even to this day, like I know the dog is somewhere else, but I don't like miss it. This is it's kinda of fucked up. <laughs> Heartless. <laughs> no, you just love people that much. <sighs> yeah, I guess so. <laughs> and yourself. And I, I don't really care much about animals unless they're special. Like yeah. my cat, I raised that little thing. Really? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I wanted him to be an inside cat. And so I started sleeping with him when he was a little baby. Mm. And in the middle of the night, he'd just start attack my feet. Yeah. And then it was too much, but now he's chill. So it's good. Yeah. Uh, a little bit, uh, a couple of minutes ago, we were talking about off air how uh, you were going to have a guest on your podcast and he was like kind of questioning you to like see if there was a team behind like the whole, by how you're like your, your own podcast. Uh, yes. And do you, would you like that? Because I think uh, Joe Rogan's perspective on this is um, he only has one producer, just one guy managing everything. And he's, uh, he said it's kind of stupid and it kills the genuine like conversation of a person like between two people um, that having like nine people in the background all like putting in their intakes. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. Like, you know what I mean? Interrupting the conversation. Um, how would you like that? Do you think you're going to in the future have like three or four people or just maybe one producer who's just so well-rounded i'm gonna have one mm. one or maybe like three that if one's busy i can ask another one you know because yeah. podcasting we have them at random times yeah but as we know there's something nice about like the energy exchange where the conversation sometimes follows what you feel on that person yeah and if there's like if the guest has like five friends right there they're gonna express like there's their five friends right there not just my energy and your energy yeah. and the more in tune you get you realize that that stuff really matters yeah and at the same time it would be nice to have someone that could throw up like a picture or video that we could be talking about yeah. or someone that could catch like a a shadow and fix it quick yeah to have someone behind the scenes would be so helpful. Mm -hmm. You know that there's a TV right there. You can't, probably can't see it because the lights are on us. I was going to put that TV right here. Oh, yes. You told me this. And I am thinking of still doing that just because like I have my laptop here. I can airdrop it to the fucking thing and just like, oh, look at this. Oh, look at this study. Look at this thing that we just saw. Like, you know what I mean? Just shit like that or just like like a hot take. That's kind of cool that you could do that on your own. Yeah. See, that's the other cool thing mm. to be your own producer camp you know like tv person camera person photographer yeah. it's just cool to know how to do all of it until yeah. someone else does yeah but i think we were when we had a phone call a couple of weeks ago um how we were saying that like it's so important and in a day nowadays um to be able to do like the work of nine people like have those type of skills where you're just so well-rounded we were like there's if there's 10 people like you have like a team but like also you can do that your own but at the, at the same time as things get big uh bigger mm -hmm. a team is so important because like i had to cancel so many things today 
uh, just because I was like, I have a lot to do mm-hmm. and I can't hang out as much as I would want to. And that's crazy. Like, and how, how do you feel about that? Cause like things are starting to, to like pick up, mm-hmm. but there's going to be a coming time where it's like, you actually can't go to San Diego. <clears throat> you can't. Yeah. <laughs> Don't say that. (laughs) But does that that terrify you? No, because I'm happy with what I get to do. Like, it's so rewarding. It's so fun. This is my passion. And when I go to San Diego, it just, I get sparks of inspiration and reason why I do what I do. So when I come back, I'm just like, yes, let's go. Like, I just get in my zone again. But I feel like for me, that balance is kind of like more important to me. Yeah. But that's where I'm really thankful for friends. So instead of going to San Diego for like a mental break, like a sweet escape to just let my mind be free and not super in like work focus mode, I could mm. see a person and kind of like get lost with them and their stories and what they've been up to and their energy. Yeah. And because of the podcast, I've been able to meet more people and even just like like you know my friends it's it's just fun for me yeah for me i think that's gonna be more of a priority than i realize because it has been Mm. like it's just hard for me not to have fun sometimes yeah um going to another topic i remember we were having a conversation we had a two-hour 20-minute conversation the other 22 minutes 22 and 22 seconds (laughs) (laughs) well uh during that conversation i think we were um we were talking about like how you you didn't want to be like the breadwinner of the household, you know, mm-hmm. but um, we were kind of like talking about what if you are, like I said, what if you're like a multimillionaire and your other partner is just like a millionaire? Like that's kind of like the breadwinner in a way because like you're the one, like you're the boss, you know, you're walking around as like, oh, I'm the boss bitch. Like, hey, I don't want that though. <laughs> like maybe I am, maybe I am a little, little bit of a boss bitch sometimes. Like maybe I exude that energy, but like I want to have an old fashioned marriage. You know Mm. what I mean? Like where I know that I can depend on the guy that I'm with to be my, not my provider, but just like have things under control. And, and I want to be able to express and 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 be myself and that's going to probably be my business Mm. whatever that looks like but my priority when that time comes in the in the future future it's going to be to create a home to create a beautiful home where you know i can cook i can spend time with my children where i can create a place for just joy peace you know learning fun and stuff like that Mm. but right now like I'm I'm just grinding because I know my purpose and I yeah. know what I want to do, um, but I don't believe that I don't need anyone. I think mm. that there's something beautiful in being able to depend on another person, because right now it's there's so much in power of individuality and like I don't need a man. Um, you know that whole like I can do it on my own. I don't need you. All I needed myself Mm. like that's a good mentality for when you're young and you need to prove to yourself that you are capable of anything and you can do anything. But there's nothing more powerful than two people, two individuals that can depend on each other. Yeah. And I don't want to have a man come into my life and him just be like. Like, oh, she really doesn't need me. Like, she has everything set up for herself. Like, she really only needs herself. And I'm like, yeah, um, I don't need you. This is my schedule. This is how it's going to work. Like, when that time comes, 
a lot will change and mm. that's why i have to be so careful when that time comes yeah what what attracts you towards a man and what is a turn off okay <laughs> <laughs> we're going there um masculinity mm. because you know me <laughs> i mean like i'm just a very um like driven person yeah and to be driven is kind of like a masculine trait you know to be mm. like forward and go um but i want to meet someone that can allow me to be more in my present state mm. because i work hard for like you know myself for my people and my future um and so like i have that drive but to have someone else, I want him to be masculine. I want him to be strong. I want him to know how to get me in the state where I don't have to be so serious, mm. you know? Um, I like it when a guy is confident, when he's assertive and certain, um, when he's compassionate and can sympathize for my state of mind. And I think that's something that I see a lot of struggles with in relationships is sometimes masculine men can lack um, compassion. Mm. And I think that's okay. But for me, like that's a big priority because you know how I talk about people. Mm. Like I want to be able to connect with someone and be able to tell them about other people that I care about and not them be like, why do you like care about them so much? Why do you talk about them so much? But to be like, yeah, I feel for them too. Let's connect with them. Let's let's help them out. Let's hang out with them. Mm. That kind of thing. So um, I want him to be protective of me. I want him to be able to protect me in a dangerous situation. I want him to be resilient financially, physically. I want him to be able to hold a conversation. Yeah. Yeah. What about the turnoff? Like say if you were married, things were great. You guys have a beautiful family. What would be the turnoff that would make you unattracted to the person? Um, if he's uncertain in himself, mm. when you're young, I think that it's pretty normal to have to build um, your partner's confidence when you're young. But like I'm getting older now, I don't. It's not my job to build him up mm. all the time. Yeah, and to be like like reminding him of who he is i hope he has an idea you know <laughs> yeah um another one is if he is like just does whatever i say mm. and that's gonna be funny because i'm a i'm a bossy person like i i have this intense um attitude sometimes and like i hope that i'm not i don't end up with someone that's like okay fine like whatever you say <laughs> But it's kind of ironic because yeah. I would I would like portray that I want that, but I don't. I just like that's just maybe this youthful energy of being like we have to do all this all at once, you know. Mm. Um, I don't like. Um, let me think about this. Oh, a guy that is not f driven by what he wants out of the future is very unattractive. Mm. He's just living for right now. Like, let's have fun right now. Let's no feel, purpose. Yeah, let's feel good right now. And yeah. like, by all means, those are the funnest kind of people to hang out with. Mm -hmm. They're so much fun. I love those people and I need them in my life right now. Like, I want to be with people that can put me in this moment. It feels so good. But as a partner, if we're not thinking about the future, um, even when it's just him and I, mm then like that's just unattractive to me because yeah. if it's just him and i i want to be impacting someone and be benefiting our future 
Um, and obviously being able to turn that zone off and yeah. just be present. But if that's not like a sometimes priority, oftentimes priority, then I just think that that's like a, a per person without a purpose. Mm. And I don't want someone that doesn't have a purpose. Yeah. And that's going to be interesting because I have a purpose and a mission. Um, but when that person comes into my life and they have a purpose and a mission, mm. I want to support that. Yeah. And it's funny, uh, something that because um, when I go visit my family, um, my mom always tells me that men come up to her and they tell her, you know, Catalina, you're very intimidating. And then, you know what my mom says? Hmm. Not to real men. Dang. Yeah. <laughs> you know Dang. what I mean? But that's the truth, though. So in a way, I feel like a lot of men would see you as um, they're very intimidating. You know, just because you have such a big purpose, you have such a big mission. And I feel like men, when they get near you, it's like their mission and purpose is not as big as yours. So therefore, it's kind of like, oh, fuck, I'm like right here. And she's like right here, you know. But it goes back to like what my mom said, not to real men, mm -hmm. you know. But I feel like um, something that we were talking about, too, like men and women without a purpose, you're just kind of like slowly deteriorating in a way. Yes. Right. Mm -hmm. And I just don't know. I mean, even for you, didn't it take you a while to like kind of like find out what you wanted and what you needed to do? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I, that's like the development of of figuring that out, because sometimes I feel like I don't I'm, I'm still developing what it is because our purpose could be so uh, diverse and expansive and mm. unique. But I've always had an idea that I was destined for more. Like there was more to life than a lot of the ways that I've seen people live because of my parents. They instilled purpose driven thinking in me since I was a kid. Mm. But all I knew was like the idea of more, but I didn't know what that more looked like and what that more was. And so my point is it evolves. Your purpose evolves and changes. Mm. And when you're young and you don't really know any better, your purpose <clears throat> can be to make sure your three friends are okay and that is a beautiful and needed purpose mm. that is so necessary everyone should have that yeah uh, your purpose may be to just really try to be a good girlfriend mm. and to support your boyfriend and be there for each other in th certain hard times that is a good purpose and then as you get older you start to think like globally and about people that you've never met before and about impacting lives with the life that you've lived and so it was it was meant to evolve and it took time for me yeah and do, do you think you're intimidating to some men yeah yeah yes what? <laughs> <laughs> um i mean but i i like sometimes i do that on purpose you know mm. it's like it's an on and off yeah um like we all we all have control over ourselves but sometimes i just don't want to portray that i want attention Hmm. or that I want like like guys to look at me in a certain way so I'll kind of just be more uh assertive and just like dry and not so like hi yeah like, hey um what's going on like you're really cool thanks for being here or yeah. whatever you know but I'll just be like hi <laughs> <laughs> do you think that's a turnoff when men are intimidated by you no, I mean, I don't know. Because that's not very masculine, if you ask me. Well, I guess I haven't... I th I mean, yeah, if if he is intimidated by me, like, where he won't 
be have the confidence to come up to me but sometimes I just think that a differenter personality or something new could be like whoa you mm. know like you caught me off guard yeah um or something like that but I I don't know I honestly haven't been told that I'm that intimidating. Yeah, I don't think you've ever told me that. Like you have a you had an altercation where somebody yeah. told you that, but so I would like, just assume. You know, someone that's intimidated by me wouldn't tell me, and so I wouldn't give mm. him any mind. But if he did, though, <laughs> if he told me, then I'd be like, "You're a little girl." <laughs> 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 I mean, I, I don't know, but yeah. like. I think it's cool to be intimidating, you know? Yeah. You're, especially when you're younger. Like, you're certain about what you want to do. And sometimes that's, like, off-putting for people. But it's more important to just be the truest expression of yourself. And whatever people get out of that, it shouldn't matter. Yeah. You know, like, guys that have pursued me, you know, respectable people, they weren't intimidated. They shoot their shot. And, like, I could respect them for that, you know? <laughs> Period. <laughs> Yeah, and um, I know during this, uh, you you talked a lot about purpose. Um, I mean, do you think? I mean, do you think all this is like this whole shit that we call a life is like? Is it capable of like what we're doing day to day? Is that even possible? Like to be able to go through it without a purpose? Because I feel like without it, you're just slowly dying. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what's happening. Like that's everything. Without a purpose, things will die. Nothing can exist without a purpose. I believe that this world was created with a purpose, that every human has a purpose. And I feel that many people that are unhappy in their own lives, are they have no idea what their purpose is. It's so unclear. Mm. And this word needs to be so common in every single person's mind. What's my purpose? Why am I here? Because if you don't know, if you don't know why you're here, then you're going to act like it. You know, you're going to do what feels good. And there's a lot of things in this world that feel really good for our human bodies. Yeah. But for our our spirit and our soul, a purpose feels good. Mm. And we really do want to satisfy our, our spirit and our soul. That's that's what will really make us live a better life on Earth. Yeah. I would always tell people to read uh, because I feel like that gave me a better, like, understanding of things. Uh, and it opened my, like... I don't know, it opened my sphere mm -hmm. of like what this is, like all this stuff is. And I was like, oh my God, like there's so much to do. There's so much to learn. Um, so it's like, that's like the purpose in itself too. That's one of my purposes is just to learn. Mm -hmm. You know, like that's like one of them. Like I just love picking up a book and learning. I love looking at a study and learning something new that I didn't know. I love conversating with people that they teach me something new. And I'm like, damn, like this is, this is one of my purposes just to learn. Cause like I love attaining information and also putting it out there in my own flavor mm -hmm. if that makes sense but, yeah. you know what i mean so and if if you think about it that's what everybody kind of does you know like where a lot of people think it's like the podcast space is very saturated uh they say youtube is very saturated they say fitness is very saturated they say everything is very saturated but every if you think about it everybody brings like their own flavor to it everybody mm -hmm. so when people ask me like i don't know if i want to start a podcast because like you know what I mean? Everybody has a podcast. I was like, yeah, but you could bring a different flavor to it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like you could bring a different, like put a different sauce, you know, just like there's all these different sauces you could put, you could bring your own flavor to the, like to the mix mm -hmm. and put it out there. Just like you, like your podcast and mine, they're very different. Mm -hmm. Would you agree? Yeah. Yeah. So that's the thing. 
you I mean you had no fucking hesitation starting your podcast but it wasn't like you were going to do it the same way I did we have a lot of uh, same principles we we have a lot of like similar goals and stuff like that but I feel like our our action towards like what we want to like preach out into the world like my podcast is just a lot of storytelling you know it's just like oh a, a time for the guest to shine I feel like that's what I use like my platform for mm-hmm. um, is just to do that. But it's like there has to be another way to like serve other people, mm-hmm. you know, and that's what I'm finding. And that's what I'm taking action upon, because, I mean, you all know, like the side stuff that I'm doing, that's going to be put into play soon. That is going to be a different catapult for young people mm-hmm. to find their purpose. Like what I'm going to be putting out soon is something that I would want my younger self to have, you know. Yeah. And I told you that that some people are going to be reaching out to me like because of you i started doing this because of you i started doing that i'm like that's the point like like taking action upon it mm-hmm. that's like and then it creates the purpose the purpose aspect where it's like yeah now keep going keep the momentum keep keep doing it and the one thing i told you about where it's like when you start something it just doesn't stop right like mm-hmm. you just literally have to keep going mm-hmm. and like there are some days where it's like man i want to breathe like today i wanted a breather but and then tomorrow I have to realize there's no stopping though. Mm-hmm. So, but the, the purpose is what keeps us going. Mm-hmm. It's literally what keeps me like, okay, I'm good. I could, I could keep going. I feel good. Like I know what I'm doing. Like there's never any burnout, but there is time to like take a step back, you know, mm-hmm. because if I don't take a step back, then I'm fucked. Mm-hmm. Then I'm like, oh my God, like I'm not present with my family or I'm not, I'm not doing all this shit that I'm supposed to be doing. Like I'm so behind and that's why today I had to take a step back. That's why you're here early in the morning to do a podcast because you have work to do later today and I have work to do today. So we went both on our schedules. Let's get this done early in the morning because I wanted to have a podcast with you and shoot the shit and then like go on our merry day and get to work. Because mm-hmm. you know, out of all people, it just doesn't stop. But I think it's just that purpose like that keeps you going. But for like the young people that you know who are like say struggling to find their purpose, like how the hell could they even possibly find it? Like what, what would you do mm-hmm. in your situation if you were to go back on like to find it? Cause I found mine just by reading and just learning, taking action and just putting myself through uncomfortable situations. But for other people who are not simply there yet, what would you want to tell them? Mm, I like everything you had to say. That was really cool. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I think that every personality is different. And like I was telling you before, the reality that you believe in, the world, the way that you believe the world is, is how your reality will be. So what do you see the world as? How do you view this time on earth? Like that will tell you a lot. Uh, but the real question that you should ask yourself is what brokenness in the world do you really have a problem with? Like when you're going on with your day-to-day and you see something happen what breaks your heart that leads you to your purpose yeah when you're like things are not supposed to be that way that is not how it was meant to be well then you need to do something about it that's the life that you live you are so disciplined you are always helping people you are always contributing to bettering someone you're not posting like yeah i'm out here like blah, blah, you know and, and <laughs> i need to stop <laughs> Impersonation. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you 
yeah like maybe on a weekend you know we have weekends for that sometimes but it's it's very specific to your purpose why because you've seen laziness in your lifetime you've seen that if you do nothing then you'll get nothing so you work hard to get what you have you inspire people because of the injustice that you've seen in the world the fact that we have so much knowledge at the tips of our fingers so much people that have lessons to learn so you literally created a way for that for people Mm. you know me I have such a heart for people and I'm so mad at the brokenness that I see at the world. Mm. I I hate it. I hate it so much. And that's why it's kind of nice to have a podcast with not a super specific niche because people are my niche. And yeah. until I, I get specific, that's what it's going to be. I hate bullying. I hate sex trafficking. I hate seeing people obese because they don't know any better. I hate seeing kids that weren't guided properly and now they have to deal with this pain and trauma. So I'm going to talk about that. And I'm going to talk to people that have overcame that. I'm going to share about health. I'm going to train people to get stronger and healthier because those are the injustices that I've seen in the world. So if you don't know what your purpose is, think about start off with what makes you mad. Hmm. Think about what makes you mad and think about a solution. Awareness isn't a solution. Awareness is a small solution and it's the start, Hmm. right? Like, what are ways where you can actually connect with the person and and do more than promote something on Instagram? Like, how can you connect with the people? And oftentimes, it's just it's just an expression of this makes me mad, and that's just not enough. If you if something truly makes you mad, you need to get your foot into it, your hand into it, like everything into it, so that you can be of service to that community, to that situation, and make a way to make every day contribute to bettering that thing Mm. and people that are listening will all have something in mind that comes up and like that's how unique your purpose can get yeah yeah i think that's the one of like the hardest things like everybody because i feel like that's one of like the key inclinations of like where depression comes from Mm -hmm. because i think like going to a job that you do not like and i think coming back home from your job and just turning on Netflix and just watching fucking TV and just repeating the same thing over and over and over again. Like there's no purpose behind that. Therefore it's like, because I, I purposely did this. I did this for a week. I didn't train for a week and I ate like shit for a week. When? Uh, A couple months ago. No way. That's so funny. And um, I started to break out. I started to feel drowsy. I started to feel lazy and I started just to feel overall like shit. And I was like, I did this for a week. People are doing this every day. So I can't even imagine constantly doing that. Like I, it was crazy because even when I was doing that for a week, I had to make that switch. Like, dude, you need to make that change because I got late. I got like tired. I was like groggy i was like oh my god should i really go train right now but it's like dude like you've got to make that decision otherwise Mm -hmm. i am i will literally crumble little by little and it's all that momentum stuff is so true like momentum even like going like on the high road that's momentum even going downwards that's momentum too because like you're literally choosing to either go up or you go down it's literally a decision and i know we had like that challenging conversation before i went on your podcast um, on how things are like based on a decision. And I know we were kind of like going back and forth on that. Um, do you still agree or disagree with that statement where it's like people have the ability to make that adjustment and make the decision to change their life? Or 
is it just because of their circumstances? And they just keep following that and using that as an excuse. Because at the end of the day, what is an excuse? Something that sounds good only to them. Mm-hmm. And guess what? Excuses don't really pay you very well in the long term. Mm-hmm. They actually deteriorate you in the long term. Because yeah. it's like, imagine having that mindset. Like, I'll start tomorrow. Or, oh, they, they're lucky. They're privileged. Or, or just like that. They just, they had it all. They grew up with it all. Silver spoon, yada, yada. But it's like, yeah, although I could have been a, we could have been a spoiled brat or chose a different route. Like, do some shit on our own. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But yeah. do you think it's based on a decision? Or do you think it's based on a person's circumstances? Because there's a lot of stories out there where people breaking the chain and doing some shit with their lives. Yeah, well, that's the answer right there. Anyone can break a chain and do amazing things with their life. And we are all meant to be catalysts, like to be better than our parents. Every single child should feel obligated to be better than their parents, not because their parents weren't amazing, but because they set either an example of what to do or what not to do. Either way, we are meant to evolve. And that's one of the things that I would say are my blind spots because I had two parents that constantly reminded me that I have a purpose and to make good decisions every single day that are mindful of my future, of my purpose. I have three other siblings that would always hype me up and encourage me and show me love and purpose was a normal word normal talk so other people that haven't been exposed to that option to that conversation to that being a normal thing I don't really have blame towards them because they can't make a choice of what they don't know is an option you know Mm -hmm. and that's where I think that it's more like well you're conditioned the way you are exposure and learning is everything when you read when you listen to new information when you understand that it does come down to a decision and you have been making excuses and you have been compromising a lot of things and you have been procrastinating um, then you can make the decision to change your life but the truth is the reason why there's a lot of excuses is because people don't they don't have purpose talk Hmm. but what if they like what if they do have people in their circle that do have a purpose and they do talk to them? They feed them that. You know what I mean? Where they, it's like, it's like every time you go out to eat, like there's like that every interaction. <laughs> Hannah, every time we've had an interaction, every time we had a moment together, like was it ever a dull moment? You mm-hmm. know what I mean? You see my point though. Mm-hmm. But the difference is we make the decision. Yeah. We We literally decide okay, I'm going to do this. Like you literally said today, like, oh, I'm going to come early in the morning. I have a podcast to do and I have a client to train. You have to work. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's making the decision. Or you could have been like, you know what? I'm going to cancel all my podcast guys because I want to hang out with Daniel. Like mm-hmm. you could have said that, but you're like, no, I'm going to go work. You know what I mean? Yeah. See, that's different. That's a decision. You could have been chose to be lazy, chose to fuck around, but you're like, no, I'm going to go get my work done. But why do you think like when you do feed them that purpose, when you do give them that talk, that spiel, and they do nothing about it? Does that bother you? Because you keep, you, it almost sounds like you're a broken record because you're having to constantly repeat yourself. It does suck. I just l- want to have more sympathy. But at the same time, something that I hate that you say all the time that is very true is you can't help everyone. Mm. And it breaks my heart because... 
you know, it's good to have people in our life that fight for us. And I don't mind being a broken record to some that I like really care for and I, I really love and I don't have like the time to just fight for someone, especially if they're not my children or my best friends or something or my siblings. It's really hard to like have that urge to fight for someone like that. But I think it's okay to be a broken record for a little bit and show someone that you care and that you want to fight for them to be in their purpose and their truest expression and put them on a path where they're being they're doing something that is something that they were destined to do however I think that we've been conditioned to listen to what we want and to reprogram yourself to not do what you want it's it's a lot more work than one person's voice mm. you have to realize that there's a lot of things in your life that have programmed you to make the wrong decision yeah things that are normalized in this world like weekend living living for the weekend that's a, just something we've been brainwashed to do if you want to if you want to drink and party on a monday that's not that that's like that can be normal you know <laughs> why does it have to be friday because we're programmed to do weekend living yeah just like we've been programmed to eat breakfast in the morning lunch at lunch and you know we're programmed to do so many things so when you're lazy and you don't execute where in your mind have you tolerated that behavior did your parents say well if you don't want to then you don't have to if that's how you feel then okay that's bad that's the wrong that's the wrong thing to do yeah parents shouldn't let their kids do what they want to do so when i give advice to my friends it's not gonna be what feels good the friends that i love the most Mind you, all of my friends, I kind of get irritated. I get irritating too because I'm passionate about everything that I talk about and I just want the best for them. So I'll say things in an intense way, but that's because the truth that's good for you is always uncomfortable and it's always going to suck. Yeah. And that's why you and I get along so well is because you tell me things that I don't want to hear, but I'll do it and I see the benefit of it. But your real friends are the ones that tell you what you don't want to hear. Mm-hmm. You, you can't expect to get advice on what is the best for you and it feel good yeah and that's just the hard thing like do you want to do what feels good now that's going to screw you up later or do what is kind of hard even though i'm encouraging you and and it's going to pay off for a feel good for the future and long term and eventually now once your body gets settled into having that discipline yeah is there a breaking point for you when it comes to uh people not taking action and just constantly asking for your time and it's the same old shit but you're giving them that spiel you're giving them that speech and nothing gets done ever it's like picking up a book and then nothing gets applied yeah. something similar to that so is there a breaking point for you do you think well i would say i have compartmentalized people in my life where certain people maybe they're they give them my time because we're related or maybe I give them my time because they make me very present and not think about work and not get super serious. And sometimes that's necessary and needed for me because I like to play. I like to mess around. I like to be goofy and whatever. And I need those people. But there's a breaking point where I'll hold back my 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 advice, my encouraging words of like, you can impact people like you have such a crazy story you should tell everyone because you can impact young people that have uh, like experienced what you've experienced or dang you're so skilled at this you can make money off of this and do this for a living because people need to learn what you have to teach Mm. i'll hold that back yeah 
I'll hold that back. And I, I hold that back for a lot of people. And that's not a breaking point. That's just like, okay, you're not ready for that. And you're going to accept a different reality. And that's okay because that's the reality that you want, you choose, and you create. Mm. And I think that when you do believe in the idea of purpose, to some it's just a cute idea. Mm. And that's where we have to realize where we're a different type. Yeah. Where we see life as like, like, being empowered now and thinking about the future and making the world a better place well some people are like this is our only life we got don't stress too much be in the moment be present think about right now like money doesn't matter future doesn't matter all that matters is right now it sounds nice like i could totally connect with that meaning i just don't yeah so we're we're different types yeah that's why we both don't hang out with a lot of people like every friendship every person you associate with is an exchange and sometimes i just like to test my own ability when i talk to someone young and hype the heck out of them and, and tell them you're so young like you could literally do anything you set your mind to i don't i don't even have to know them i just have to see something in them and i'll just encourage them and hype them and see what that does and when i see how like some people just need someone to believe in them a little bit more than they believe in themselves mm. then that's fine. I don't think I wasted my time or my voice or my energy telling them that because I might have been the only one that's done it, you know? Yeah. And like, I'll always give out that spiel, uh, especially if somebody asks me just a genuine question. Um, say like a, a couple of months ago, like a 19-year-old kid where he told me that like, he just asked me a simple question when it came to like uh, diversifying and like getting a new income or so on and so forth. So I gave him a spiel. I gave him... I said a few basic things that I knew and I just started to like, whatever I learned, I just started to like say it out loud. Um, Cause I feel like every time I learn, uh, that's great. But when I teach, it's better. Um, and when I gave him that spiel after he was like, bro, nobody has ever talked to me like that. Hmm. That didn't make me happy. That made me actually fucking sad. Yeah. Cause I'm like, bro, you're 19. You have the world by the balls and the fact that you're barely hearing this from me now is scary mm -hmm. but it makes sense because people are just consuming bullshit nowadays you know like yeah. their algorithm is shit like if i were to pull up somebody's phone and be like hey let me see your let me see your um, let me see your instagram feed let me see your tiktok feed let me see this i'm gonna see what you're watching you know what i mean that, that that's a clear sign of like is your feed inspirational is your feed getting you the fuck up mm -hmm. is your feed literally giving you ideas to do something with your life but no it's twerking videos it's party videos mm -hmm. it's bullshit like girls this this that that a lot of distractions and cheap dopamine hits mm -hmm. but it's like man like you said we have the world at our fingertips but you are your algorithm literally yeah and the fact that you can't just do a little deep dive and do a little search on like what can inspire you what would you want to do what idea do you have in mind and who else is doing it who mm -hmm. pick their brain and see how they're doing it and do it better yeah you know there's it's 2023 and there are no more excuses yeah. so when people say i'm about to start this project i'm like that's another word of saying i'll start it tomorrow like dude that's you're literally wasting time and like you could be doing it now if like you have a project in mind get it done you know there's a reason why i can't go out as much as i as i mean i can't like i really can't and it's like i have to work i have to build because i see where the world is going 
and if I feel like you're not playing the game and going along with it, you are always going to be playing catch up always. And I don't want to live that life. I always want to be multiple steps ahead in everything, whether it be the boardroom, the war room and the bedroom. You know what I mean? Heck yeah, that's <laughs> what's up. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> this is talking out my ass, guys. What do you expect? <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> no, but that's, it's facts. And I just, and when I, and it just, it really makes me sad when like these guys are like literally clawing their way on just trying to find their way. But it's like, it's right there. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, bro, pick up a book. I give people five books usually. What if people ask me like, what like Daniel? What what books would you recommend me? I'm like, and before I give it to them, I'm like, okay, before you read, really ask yourself this question: if you're actually gonna apply what you read, hmm. because it's like watching a movie. Like I watch movies so differently now, you know, where it's like I'm either learning a lesson or I'm learning a skill or I'm learning production angles, whatever the fuck. I'm literally everything that I'm doing. I have to learn. Mm-hmm. As weird as that is, so if I put on a good movie, ooh. I'm enjoying it. I'm critiquing it. I'm putting my tidbits, what it could have gone better, yada, yada. The ending, the middle, the beginning, whatnot. You know what I mean? Um, but it just it just makes me sad that people are having a hard time changing their life. But it's the same way as the algorithm. Like you can change your life and you can change your algorithm. You can change your whole outlook of life if you decide to. Mm-hmm. But when the like. That's the thing I'm battling with currently. It's hard to give time to those who make excuses, who bullshit, and literally waste my fucking breath. Mm-hmm. But I also want to be more sincere. But at the same time, time is so valuable. And we're not here for a very long time. Mm-hmm. So I want to be able to do as much as I can. And that's why the things that I have to put out, like launch-wise... That's going to help the people because mm-hmm. it's going to dumb it down to the work point where they understand. Yeah. And it's cool that as valuable as your time is and you don't give it to people like to anyone, you've impacted so many people, people that you've never met before, people that have told me like, dang, Daniel, he's he's so inspiring to me. He's so like motivating. He's making me just go after it in my life you know and you don't even spend time with them yeah and that just goes to show how that can be anyone and just like the uh, 19 year old that was like yep if no one's ever talked to me like that well are you listening to like everything else he has to say because imagine if you know some kid is listening to all of your episodes and really starts to think like dang i could actually do anything this guy is actually doing it he's just not He's not just doing the talk, but he's doing the action. Yeah. So with that, um, what do you think are like the the little day-to-day habits someone can change to live a more intentional and purpose-driven life? Uh, my thing is do something very difficult first thing in the morning. Yeah. Meaning like my thing is I love to pick up heavy weights first thing in the morning. What do people do first thing in the morning? They get coffee, turn on the news, sit around, bullshit, you know? Yeah. Kind of not doing anything productive. Like me, I like to do the first thing I do is wake up and wake up when everybody is asleep, dead asleep, even when the sun's not even awake, you know, and then pick up a heavy weight. Um, 
uh, meditate is something that I really started to like really do a deep dive on like 10 minutes and just like wind down even like when I'm feeling a little tired and feeling a little like I need a breather I'll literally just sit anywhere and I'm not doing like no fucking monk position shit like I'm literally just sitting chilling Mm -hmm. and like same thing with like learning I have to learn something daily you know and be productive I need to be productive so and I feel like that's another form of like where people feel like their anxiety and depression there's no productivity happening they're kind of just doing what they're told to do and not what they want to do mm-hmm. and for me that's like doing everything that i want to do daily that puts me at a state where it's like how could i not be happy mm-hmm. and and then somebody told me that too daniel like oh instagram is a is a highlight social media is a highlight what's wrong with the highlight you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. What's wrong with somebody being happy? Well, that's not real. Agreed. It's not real. Like a lot of people aren't happy most of the days. Like I'm, I'm, I can be sad one day. I can be mad one day. I can be stressed one day. Do you want me to put a video of me crying? You know how cringe that is? Mm-hmm. People putting their phone to the side and be like, <sighs> oh my God, what are you doing? Mm-hmm. Like people call us cringe, but it's like, what happens if you mess up when you're crying? You're going to restart the video. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like shit like that. Like that's crazy. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah, I don't. Uh, and I'm not much of a news guy. I don't like turning on the news. news I don't is, think. I, lies. News are lies. I news don't think lies. I've. I don't think I've honestly. This is kind of like crazy as a 27 year old. I have never turned on the news. Ever. Mm-hmm. And I know it's like. Oh, yeah, you got to keep up with everything. Agreed. Yeah, you should. In a different aspect where it's like I'll listen to certain podcasts that educate me on like what's going on in the world, hot takes, yada, yada, uh, political things, so on and so forth. But the news is just I'd rather read. I'd rather eat some nutritious food. Mm-hmm. I'd rather do something productive. Go on a walk. Go outside. Talk to a talk to a sibling. Talk to a significant other like like you. You know what I mean? Like, come on, like. It's things are so easy, but people just make it so complicated mm-hmm. on how to better things. Yeah. Oh, I can't do this because I'm married. Oh, that should give you more motivation to do some shit. I can't do. I can't chase after my goals because I have a kid. <gasps> that should be a bigger, a bigger motivator for you to do some shit. That's no excuse. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm just. I can't. I can't fall for the trap of like the excuses because then I get into it. If I have a Hannah, if you were a victim mentality probably wouldn't hang out with you it's gross (laughs) (laughs) it's gross (laughs) yeah but like the other thing that i want to say is when i have bad and terrible days and i tell you about it it's like it's not this the world is just falling on me exactly that doesn't mean you can't receive like real painful emotion yeah of course it's there's there's two separate things like when life hits me hard I tell you and you don't just say Hannah I'm so sorry like, oh, it's baby. Hard. <laughs> you don't do that you're kind of like like you'll give me a hug you'll give me sympathy because that's so important human connection and realizing that yes you are feeling the way you're feeling but now let's talk about the solution you can only talk about the problem for so long because the problem there's always going to be a problem 
those don't matter. What matters is the solution and how you overcome and how you conquer and how you stay resilient. Because if every bad thing that happens to you actually keeps you down, then you might as well never get back up. If you if you just get down or down, down, stay down. Yeah. If you're going to get back up, then have that get back up mentality and everything. Acknowledge your emotions, feel it, wonder why you feel that way, learn what you need to learn from that situation, but get over it. Yeah. And that's something that's really uh, something to be mindful of too. Like when, when bad things happen and you go to people, what do they say? Because if they just want you to live in a world where it's okay to just continue to feel bad for yourself and suggest like that you just like, you know, get in a blanket and just stay home and sleep. Uh, mm -mm. Yeah. No, like for whatever reason, when people are struggling and especially if it's something like drugs or like they're trying to get over an addiction, I'm not going to be like, no, just, you know what? It's okay. Just a little bit today and tomorrow. It's like, no, do an ice bath. Let's go on a run. I haven't been in that situation yet. I've suggested it. I haven't actually gone in an ice bath and ran with someone that's like struggling. But like, that's a solution. That's me being a great friend. Yeah. And so sometimes when you say certain things, it can come off as like not super compassionate, but there's no one more compassionate than you. You just don't believe in not using solutions. Yeah. And a lot of stuff like happened to you, like since we've known each other, you've never stayed in a victim like mentality. You know what I mean? You never like, and you like, you had hard days, you had tough days and you like days where you would call me crying sometimes, but you never stayed there. And that's the point. But what happened? You made a decision not to stay there. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. It's just, it's literally just a decision, Mm -hmm. you know, but it's like, it's hard to like put that in somebody's face. Mm -hmm. Like just decide like it's right there, dude. Like literally just press the button and go. Mm -hmm. But I don't, it's, the guiding aspect like even like with the whole new uh fitness and nutrition business that i have i'm just the guide but it's the client who needs to execute Mm -hmm. so like you when you're guiding people your age or younger or maybe a little older if you're being that guide for them it's their duty to execute Mm -hmm. and if if i am constantly repeating myself over and over and over and over again can't do it Mm-hmm. I think I got to a place where it's like I just it's hard for me to give time to where, where I know it's very repetitive it's a broken record mm-hmm. and there's nothing being done and to the point where it's like you're grown enough to have understanding if you can go to work if you could put your pants on if you could wipe your ass if you could brush your teeth if you could cook your own food then you could do something about it you could do something with your life mm-hmm. if you can do all these other little things and chase the things that you want to do you can but i don't know what the whole aspect of like what's stopping them Mm -hmm. it's like it could be an environment thing but i don't know it's it's hard because i'm not i'm not in their shoes but i also i was telling this to my mom the other day i don't have the right to live in a victim mentality but i've also seen shit like I saw my dead brother in the river drowned. I could be going through my day to day thinking, Oh my God, my, my, I lost my brother. He passed away. Like, Oh my God. Like life is like, Hey, life goes on. Yeah. And how I live daily is, Oh, I don't disappoint him. Mm -hmm. Same thing with, uh, my father leaving. 
I could be in a victim mentality state there too. Oh my God, I didn't have a dad during my teenage years and my adulthood. I could stay there, yeah. but I made the decision not to. You know why? Because it's gross and it does nothing for you in the long term. Mm -hmm. So when in the future, I know bad shit will happen, but it's my duty to keep going. Mm -hmm. It's literally my duty as a man to continue with what this is. Because if I just give up, oh, that's a decision. I made that decision. I made I made the bed that I slept in. Mm -hmm. But it's a, literally a decision. Yeah. You know? But I don't know what... But it's also why people can't get out of it because it's praised. Exactly. And I think that you sharing that is one of the most traumatizing things a human can experience. This your own blood to see your little brother the way that you found him there's nothing harder than that and you would have every right to be just miserable and i'm and i'm sure like that's what it took time a lot of time to be okay after that and and it comes up right and it's still hard sometimes but anything can identify you in a negative way you could you could have never worked again in your life because of the trauma you know, you could have just always just felt bad for yourself because of what you've seen, but you turned it into something that is a win. Now you have a little brother in heaven that's watching you accomplish what you accomplish. And that's so motivating now, because how sad would it be to use this victim mentality for him to be like, oh, mm. I harmed him. Yeah, that would be sad. Yeah, because spirits always exist turn these hard things into wins you know because like again people think that you're so put together so like you know hard and 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 just haven't understood like oh he doesn't know what i've been through he doesn't you don't understand what it's like to see your brother in that situation unless you have to the listeners that maybe have been through something that terrible but it's just how you respond to it bad things will always happen like trauma is the worst thing in the world, yeah. but turn it into a good, you know, make those that go that are gone proud, looking down at you proud that instead of this terrible thing that could have kept you down forever, it brought you up and and they can look up and like I, I contributed to that. That's a great thing. Yeah. And the like the whole praising aspect of a victim mentality is just that needs to be erased. Mm -hmm. That needs to be erased. Yeah. And, because what, what does it do for you in the long term? Have you met anybody successful with a victim mentality? There's no such thing. Right? Unless it was passed down. <laughs> <laughs> Which it's, it's not as satisfying. Yeah. But I just I just don't think... I'm actually kind of curious on why it gets so praised. Because, well... It and they and... <laughs> them like when we say why it's so praised who's who's the ones that's doing the praising we need to realize that we have to be detectives on every part of our life because we've been we've been conditioned and programmed to think that what is wrong is right to think that what is normal these days is what we're supposed to be doing like everything is wrong if you really think about it everything is a scam everything is bad like if you actually take the time to think about it that's why our food is poisonous 
that's why you as a health coach you have so much progress because you are actually being honest with these clients like don't don't buy that that's not real food you don't even promote products you just tell them the truth about the poisonous ingredients you know that's why i really love your method like the way we eat it's wrong the way we view fitness it's not a oh do this to lose weight do this to get muscles and look good no we were meant to move a lot we were created in this body that has so many different functions to move but somehow we were told that it was normal that for a career it's a good idea to sit down from the hours of nine to five we weren't meant to sit that long yeah so we have to realize that we've been so freaking brainwashed to think that what is wrong is right that to keep that thing normal we have to maintain a victim mentality feel bad for yourself yeah. that's good because that keeps that keeps you controlled because if, if i wanted control let's say, even say for kids if i had six kids the way that i would i would control them is just like to train them to be obedient to me so everything i say is right and if i wanted them to stay home i would instill fear and say like the world is not safe anywhere you go you you will be harmed and on a, on their hard days if i wanted them to stay home i would just be like you can stay home you know yeah. it's like they'll be obedient to me because i made them they'll yeah. do what i say because all they know is what i say mm. so in a wider scale us humans we are all conditioned by big big organizations that are the richest organizations in the world that the mentalities the things that we see on our phones media news it's all lies to keep us controllable and profitable yeah and that's what we need to realize you're either profitable to someone or controlled by someone and you're influenced by a lot of things yeah so be strategic and be selective with the things that get that from you yeah isn't it crazy that we live in a time now that we're like eating clean is considered dieting yeah that shouldn't even be a word to me where people like literally go and ask me like oh damn what diet are you on i'm like diet i just mm-hmm. eat like what's wrong with eating a filet mignon with sweet potato and brussels sprouts with asparagus like that's dieting that's eating healthy mm-hmm. like that's just eating dude but mm-hmm. like even like one of my clients uh, recently he was like hey like daniel what diet is this called i'm like real food <laughs> real food <laughs> you know what i mean yeah but like we've been in a we've been put in a space where it's like, oh, people view that like, oh, you must be dying. What diet do you want? Are you on keto? Are you on carnivore? Are you on a vegetarian? Like, what are you on? Paleo? I'm just eating real food, dude. Mm-hmm. Relax. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all it is. But like you said, the whole brainwashed aspect. And it's a scary thing when like people just start doing everything so last minute until mm-hmm. it's too late. Yeah. And I'm saying that a lot. And I'm also not surprised when I hear the results of people deteriorating. But it's like you chose to like do this like when people say i don't sleep well um like i have a lot of like older people who tell me that but i see what they consume on a day-to-day basis you know what i mean like like six cups of coffee like all this sugar throughout their entire day like dude like of course i mean I'm, i'm sure if i was eating like that and consuming all this shit and then you know what i mean not doing anything productive with my life not exercising not getting some sun not taking my vitamins, I probably feel like shit too, for yeah. sure. I probably wouldn't sleep as well either, but a decision. It's literally just a decision. Mm-hmm. And yeah, even with like the whole like fitness and nutrition thing, it's 
that's like one aspect that I can serve. It's because like I love doing it. Like I love doing it for myself. Yeah. Why not teach it to the world? You know? Mm-hmm. And so like my, that whole, that whole goal within the business is to help hundreds of thousands of people. Mm-hmm. You know, that's, that's the internal like motto of it. Mm-hmm. You know, hundreds of thousands of people. And that's your responsibility. Like yeah. if you know what you know, you would be a terrible person to just keep it to yourself. Yeah. That's, that's why, a terrible person. That's why I say I'm not shit. I'm like, I'm not shit if I don't pass it down. Yeah. You know what I mean? And if you don't use all of these phenomenal tools to get that message out there, because people are dying because they don't know how to help themselves. They don't know about health and the fact that certain things are so bad for you. Yet, like we have tools to so much information. Tell the truth and promote it. Yeah. Yeah. And I feel like we... Like, you are very valuable for my life just because, like, it's good to, like, balance off shit with each other. Mm-hmm. And we do that all the goddamn time. We're like, we bullshit with each other. Uh, we have fun together. We we talk about, like, the challenging things. We we do what is necessary, mm-hmm. you know? And it gets, and it gets, like, we get done what we need to get done, mm-hmm. you know? And it's, it's the best when it's, like, somebody else is doing it because, like I said, I don't have a big circle who does the same shit and then... When you have an environment and when you have the same, your circle is kind of in the same mindset as you. Hey, only way but up. Yeah. I mean, you've seen how I've elevated in the past year. Yeah. Because I actually had someone in my life, apart from my like parents, that encouraged something that I knew I was, I could do. Like when I met you, it wasn't like, oh my God, he's so fun. It was like, oh crap. I can't know you and not grow i i'm finally challenged by someone who's doing what i know i can do yeah i can help people i want to start a podcast i know that my message and my ability to communicate is it needs to be shared because the matters of heart matter to me and i need to make that a thing you know but having someone that challenges you to elevate and to like level up is so important and we hang out with we everybody hangs out with people that just keep them in their comfort zone and that's um that's personal harm yeah agreed well hannah we hit an hour and i think that is a beautiful way to close it uh are there any closing statements for the podcast well we had the intention to go into purpose so i just want to say that um anyone listening you do have a purpose and you should start with with something Um, some injustice in the world that you want to see better like impact that area learn it study it and find the solution Um, some skill that you're good at and you love being good at it share that because you have the ability to impact someone's life so you should beautiful and where could people listen to your podcast elevate today podcast jesus relax elevate today podcast comment like and subscribe on instagram and youtube and it's available on spotify and apple Podcasts. perfecto do you want to go eat because i've been doing this podcast fasted i'm starving yes let's eat all right sounds good ladies and gentlemen thank you for listening goodbye goodbye